Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And welcome to episode 78 of the Talking Hockey podcast. It's the boys' summer plus Luke, so I guess summer's over. Yeah, summer's over. Summer is over. I'm excited um, to be back. The boys have not said anything about me being back yet. It's kind of disappointing that no one is celebrating the fact that I'm back. Like Martin hasn't said a word. Eric hasn't said a word. They've not been happy at all. It doesn't seem like it's kind of nobody sad. cares. Yeah, it was literally no like, like the other day. Remember the other day, Luke was like, "Hey, boys, I'm going to be on the podcast next time," and no one replied. <laughs> it was like five then, hours later. <laughs> Martin's like, "Are we supposed to celebrate?" <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. I took that as a personal attack, Martin. Like, come on, you haven't seen me for two months. Really? It's been that long. Yeah, those two months were the best two months of our lives, man. Just saying. Best two months of the podcast. Yeah, you guys far. roasted me quite a bit on the on the episodes. There was a couple times I was dying laughing. The the Instagram stories one where where we were just oh yeah. <laughs> Eric was reading out all the Instagrams I posted about the life I was living. Also, P.S. Eric is muting himself whenever he's not talking because he doesn't have headphones on today. So, one hundred percent. Yeah, he cut out. I think he cut out way too early there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. save it an extra half second and then mute yourself. Yeah, you don't have to do. You don't have to be perfect. Yeah, well, this this time we're going to see exactly how much Eric talks because normally he talks way too damn much. So it'll be nice to see. So what are we talking about today? Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite. Producer Luke here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple. Visit our website, TalkingHockeyPodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at Talking Hockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. Did you enjoy me making fun of you? Uh, I did with the uh, with the Instagram stories. Can you tell us some more that you didn't post? Like you know, like give a give us the Instagram stories that you thought about writing but didn't. Oh, <laughs> but there was a couple because I don't know. I don't know. So I'm still I'm still potentially maybe returning to the place of work that I was at. So I didn't want to say anything super aggressive about that specific area of my life so i had to be pretty uh controlled there but um uh is there anything that i thought that i didn't post not that i can think of off the top of my head i don't know i don't really care like a lot of people like to separate their personal life from work life and make sure that everything they do is professional as you all know i do not care about that so um i don't i think i posted anything i wanted to do you have work people on instagram i do yeah but no, like, I don't think I have upper, upper management. It, Actually, I kind of do. It, before Luke quit his job, I made a poll with uh, with our friend group in our, in our group chat. And I was like, what are the odds Luke returns back to his old job when he comes back? And I said 100%. So I'm going to win the bet. Well, I mean, I'm, t- I'm still talking to a couple other companies here, Ty. Okay. Who are you talking to? Yeah, exactly. I can't say because who knows if work will listen to this. But you just said you're talking to other companies, so they're going to hear this anyways. I know, but I'm not going to say what other companies I'm going Did to, you send the email to, to Generis? Fair to talk to other companies. Yes. That's yeah. definitely a... It's definitely fair. Um, yes. 
Okay, we'll move on from that question now okay. because it's, it feels weird. Luke, Luke, what was your favorite part of your trip? Oh, goodness. Favorite part of my trip. Oh, and, and for those of you who don't know, Luke lived out the back of his SUV for two <laughs> I months. I feel like they got that. I feel like you made a comment every single day. You're like, if he's, in Winni- if he's in Winnipeg and you see a white van, knock on it. Knowing that yeah. I didn't, I wasn't sleeping in a white van. Um <laughs> Uh, well, we got to fill people in who might not have listened to episode 70 to 78. That's true. Um, my favorite part of the trip was definitely the mountains of the West Coast, man. I love mountains. Love them so much. Toronto's boring. They're cool. They're definitely cool. To wake up around that every day, whether it's mm-hmm. in Banff or like Golden or Okanagan or Vancouver or Squamish or Vancouver Island would be dope. You know, you Vancouver know, Vancouver Island's unreal. Yeah, Vancouver I Island Vancouver is Island. unreal. Mm-hmm. Probably Super my, expensive. Probably my though. favorite place. Some, some good memories there, right? Yeah, Luke? great memories. You know, I wanted to say I was I I saw someone smart say this, and they're like, "There's so much of the world to see, and we only have two weeks to see it." <laughs> I said that. <laughs> oh, did, was it you? Yeah, it was me. Were you it's the smart so person? <laughs> Correct. Ty, I can't believe you admitted I was smart. That's the first time you've ever done that. I'll take it whether it's sarcastic or not. It was, yeah, there, it was very sarcastic. But I know, you know what? Laced with yeah. sarcasm. Ty, I've known, you for, I've known you for 11 years. I know when you're talking sarcasm and I know when you're talking serious. Yeah. I can't believe you just found out though. The, you and the boys just deduced that my problem with women so far is that I always like girls with boyfriends. That seems to be the problem. You are you are like literally ten years late to the party on that. I have other friends that detected that within like four months of knowing me, and you a just girls, figured it out this past weekend. Yeah. You you have to think a lot of girls with girl uh, boyfriends are probably pretty good because they have a boyfriend. Already, exactly, so like, right? Girls 100%. think the same about guys, right? Because as soon as the guy gets a girlfriend, it makes the guy more desirable. It must work the opposite direction too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Martin. Thanks, Martin. I appreciate it. Martin, 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 Martin because I don't know any other guys that like solely <laughs> fall in love well, with girls. I think I think Luke's just willing to admit it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Eric just falls in love with nineteen-year-olds. It's before they hit their, they, before we hit the eligibility for a good partner. <laughs> relax, relax. <laughs> Eric, keep your girlfriend away from me. I might fall in love. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, just don't pull what one of our people that we know. I was going to call him a friend, but now he's just a infamous acquaintance. Walker. At this point. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I like Walker. Like <laughs> Walker's hey, probably coming to my the, house this weekend. Infamous, who's the infamous? Oh, I'm not person. saying his. I'm not oh. saying his name. Um, because I think he still likes us. <laughs> um, but yes, he liked people's girlfriends, and he did it a little too much. Oh. So, Luke, I have a question. I'm not like what, that. <laughs> what were you doing at yes. three thirty in the morning on Saturday? Three thirty in the morning on Saturday. Oh, Ty, we're not getting we're not getting into that. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait. story now. No, yeah, no, just no, no, no. for listeners, they Luke and Ty were at Ty's cottage this weekend. So, and there was two girlfriends of friends. So I don't know if we're <laughs> no, building no, off no, that they, conversation. No, 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 also, Luke posted an Instagram story, and and he was tagged in an Instagram story and reposted it. And the girl that posted it was smoking hot. I don't know who the hell that was or how oh, you know that girl. Oh, totally oh yo, Eric, I, I know. I, I, I went and gandered a little bit, and I was like, Jesus Christ, Eric, buddy. Girl. Eric. Don't, Ty, don't say what you're going to say. That's a story I'm, gonna from, okay. <laughs> I'm just going to say, Eric. Ty, I already heard the story. Don't worry. I know exactly where you're going. I already heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Martin okay. hasn't heard it. Martin's. You'll hear it after. How did Eric hear it? Um, did, did Gotham you know, share? Gotham on... and Robert aren't exactly a low key. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> also, Eric, move the mic away from your mouth a little bit when you talk. It's 
overbearing. It's weird because I'm trying to stay away from the screen and then also make sure the sound doesn't get. This is awkward. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. you'll figure it out. Um, no, that's a friend of some other friends from university and met her through them. Uh, unfortunately for you, Eric, she is a lesbian. But um, I, I did know this. Yeah, I did know, but this. she is very attractive. Her with black Eric, hair. Her with black hair is twelve out of ten, bro. Eric, is that your type now? Lesbians. <laughs> Lesbians. Yeah, definitely. That that is exactly my type. <laughs> Girls that will never be interested in me. <laughs> she's probably taller than you too, so it wouldn't work out. Oh, she's definitely taller than me. I definitely <laughs> could tell by the pictures immediately. No, everyone. Everyone. I think that has seen her is like, oh my god, she's hot. So. I've had to I've had to explain that one a couple of times. What, um, other, what other questions you have? Uh, what was the worst part of your trip coming home? Yeah, coming home. Coming home. What was oh, the, the, the or the, pr- or the prairies? The, the prairies. Driving through the prairies is the worst thing. Prairies in the world. suck. I've prairies heard. suck. But the best thing about the prairies is you can go one forty through them and like no one bats an eye. It's because like the the. The marking on the highway is like 110, 120 max. And so you can literally just fucking fly through the. And no one gives prairies. a fuck. Cause no one gives a shit. Because no, there's, you won't see a cop. The cops out there are yeah. not looking for you. They're looking for like cow tippers or some shit. Like, I don't even know what they're looking for. <laughs> they're looking for drugs or something. Yeah. I don't know. They got to do Actually, something out there. <laughs> you know what they're looking for, Luke? Don't make the don't make the joke. I feel like you're gonna make. I don't know. I won't. <laughs> I just feel like that would be. I'm gonna have to cut that one out. So, so just, I'll save you the editing work. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Um. Um. Also, the smoke. The, Ty, the three. Ty keeps bringing up stuff. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk post hour after. Also, the three. The smoke. The wildfires, bro. Those suck. Like those were one crazy scary to drive through, and then two. The smoke just ruins the views on on hikes and stuff. But yeah, it's the crazy one when you were sending the pictures. Instagram story yeah. you posted was of like the fun, the one interesting one was with the fire. You were driving and the fires were literally like right alongside you. And I was just like, yeah. oh shit, that's actually. Eric. What, dude, it's the one and only time I called my parents on my trip. <laughs> driving through Eric, those how do you fires. Re- how do you remember so many of Luke's stories, man? I don't remember how. Because he's a creeper, bro. He's because we talked about it on the podcast like every week. <laughs> what do you mean? Because there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> I, I only mean. remember the reviewing Luke's date episode. Yes. Reviewing the review of a date episode. That was funny. And, and, you guys, uh, can yeah. you share with us the rest of the date now, Luke? I think that that's what the audience really wants to hear. The missing context that we all got to hear, but it. the audience hasn't heard yet. Uh, no, I'll keep that between me and her. Hmm. Ooh, you and her and all of us. <laughs> yeah, but like not 400 freaking strangers that are 500 strangers that listen to this on a weekly basis. So I, I feel like that's too Ooh, much. Luke. Boo. Sorry, I'm I'm Ferda, but I'm not Ferda strangers. <laughs> so so what was your second favorite date? Or was that the only date on the trip? Second favorite date was probably also with Lisa. Wow. Did you do a second like third, date review? Probably third favorite date too, and fourth favorite date. Was also oh with Lisa. My, how long were these the more eight hour dates, Luke? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. They're all, Luke got all a wifey long. out there. Yeah. <laughs> Guys tend to do that. They go on vacation and get a wife. Well, yeah, I've seen like, multiple friends happen. Yeah, but usually they go to like the Philippines and come back with a wife. <laughs> <laughs> when they're 70 years old. <laughs> Aren't you happy I didn't do that, Ty? I was surprised you didn't. <laughs> Yo, one of my dad's friends went to the Caribbean, came back with a wife. Not kidding. Like, dead I can see Martin doing that. I can see Martin doing that if he's like fifty-five and saying, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." That's what I mean. Like the the my dad's friend was like, in "No, his yeah." 50s so I'm time. saying Ty and I are saying that we could see you doing the exact same thing. Yeah, I could see Eric. Go- I could see him doing it right now. To be honest, <laughs> I could see Eric being like a fifty-year-old guy sliding into people's DMs for feet pics. Or, for feet pics, or uh, <laughs> that's just rude. Or be like, Eric. I'll be your sugar daddy. Eric, I have a, I I have a net worth yeah. of seven million dollars. 
take out I, the calculator, calculates yeah. it all beforehand. Okay, it's yeah. exactly 7.25. You share your stock there portfolio you with them. <laughs> <laughs> They're all exactly. or, or, the or, dream. Or Eric's the guy that goes back to like his all, uh, alumni uh, home, for homecoming and goes to all like the bars and hits on the girls in the in the bars there. That would be kind of creepy now. I was thinking about doing that, like going to London and going to the the bars. Tyler. Eric just suggested that, that we be... like Eric suggested this hardcore that we go to Panda Game. Dude, we have <laughs> to go to Panda Game. Like I'm, I'm down. Dude, but also the last time that we went, we didn't hang out with anyone that was younger than us. We hung out with all the people from Carlton. Yeah, I know. And everyone yeah. came back, you know? So it's yeah. a good time. I feel like that's how it would still work. But we have no part uh house this time, right? Like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that that'd be a little rougher. We'd have to like get an Airbnb and see if there's any Airbnbs are not tolerating like huge parties, so definitely in a city. <laughs> yeah. And you said the limit was like a hundred people or some nonsense. We're not gonna have a party. Twenty-five. With no, oh, it's twenty-five okay. inside. Yeah, I mean, we we could definitely limit it under twenty-five people. That's not that hard. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, Eric, for you, we you like things 25 under twenty-five anyway, so don't worry. <laughs> this is like a non-stop joke for Luke. <laughs> Bro, it's, it's just the best joke. Bro. <laughs> She's 21, okay? But when you started seeing her, she was 19. (laughs) That's false. They have not been seeing each other for two years. they have, bro. No, no, she was 19, but that's because we're only, like, seeing each other, not dating for the first, like, six months, five months. Eric, did you bring her to the engagement party? Uh, I did not. Did you bring her to the cottage? No. Uh, she was in Vancouver. Uh, would you have brought she her to the in... cottage? Yeah, probably would have. There was Gotta a eat. lot of girlfriends at that cottage. Yeah, it was basically a couple's yours? trip and then like three single guys. <laughs> Two oh, single well, there was more. Si- there was a lot of single dudes. I met um, I met Becca, Jeremy's girlfriend. Yeah, I, in Vancouver. That yeah. was a random. That was a random encounter. Who planned that? No, he knew we knew about two weeks in advance, three weeks in advance that we were both going to be there at the same time. So, um, true when worlds collide, it's like the mashup of the like when you know when two TV shows come together, Uh when Eric's friends meet up with Eric's other friends. Yeah, the only time (laughs) I I was really weird because it was just like I randomly saw an Instagram story of it and I'm just like, what the (gasps) (laughs) the only other time I saw Jeremy was the night we shut Toronto down. Yeah, exactly. When we lost yeah, the night before lockdown. Good yeah. times. Good times. So Good times. Long got too, lost. Right? My story that I can't after. share from 3.30 in the morning connects until that night too. In the hotel? Oh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> we'll get to that after. We'll get to that after, boys. Eric knows more than Luke thought. <laughs> I think I told him. No, he came the next day. You and yeah, yeah, came yeah, yeah, the yeah, next yeah. day and Eric and I are on, all hung over on the couch and you – watching a movie and you explained it all yeah bro that was wild over, i think it was over Catan too <laughs> over Catan, while what wolf of wall street was in the background or something like that no it was uh that shit once upon movie. a time in hollywood which i just oh, rewatched, I and it's fucking unreal it makes a lot more sense than when you get the references when you watch once upon a time once yeah upon once upon a time, time in hollywood like all the old western yeah. references that it's making it oh, makes a lot super more good. sense it's terrible, good. terrible movie. Like one of the worst it's movies really I've good, ever man. watched. It was so it was bad. bad. It was so it. boring. Nothing <laughs> happened. It was just like literally okay, but all actually was, a like, lot of stuff happens. That movie were interesting. A lot of yeah. st- a lot of stuff happens. It's really interesting. That you don't how get, much happens. Yeah. yeah. How much you have happens to know. in just like a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's no. Cool. Awful movie. Don't recommend it to anyone. <laughs> it's about Charles don't Manson, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Did I, yo, guys, huge flex, but I know a guy who went to prison with Charles Manson. That's, isn't it the guy you podcasted with? Yeah. Yeah. That was insane. Makes more sense. Any other stories? Any other questions? Um, well, or are we going to actually talk about hockey eventually? Oh, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. We, well, skip, <laughs> skip to 22 minutes in if you want to. No, well, the first four minutes of this are Eric not having headphones. So. All right, so first, yeah. skip to 20 minutes in. <laughs> anyway, Come Luke, on, uh, that was a once-in-a-lifetime thing. We're all very glad you did it. Would you do it again? 
drive across the country? Or yeah, would you so just it's not a once in a lifetime thing. I, I thought I would it was. do it again. I'm 100% going to do it again. 100%. I didn't have enough time. You're driving across the country again no, and no, living no. out the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll live it. You'll live out the back of your Jeep again. Yeah. Dude, there's so much of the world to see. Go see the no, world. No, 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 Fuck no. Canada. I'm not going to no. do. I would do Canada, but not like the same places. I'd probably do Banff for another week, but in but hopefully when there's no smokes, I'd go up to the Yukon. Um, but the next trip I want to do is across the states. You know what I else is cool? It would be fun. You know what else is cool, Luke? Flying and staying in hotels. That, I agree with you, Marty. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Marty too. Uh, yeah, flying, the, the money that you spent to do that probably would get you three weeks. Yeah. What but- I did in eight weeks. That's why then you I don't have to sit in the car for eight hours straight driving. No, you went five days in a row without showering. I could never do that. I, it was only like, once. That's disgusting. I, I couldn't do it once. Disgusting. <laughs> like Listen, I have to shower every would, goddamn yeah, day. And I would 100% every do this trip again. Once every two days. No doubt in my mind, I was sad that I came home. That's crazy, man. Like I did it. I did it when I was. I would get I a, if I was live. doing the states. I would get a gym membership though, and and the next time I do it, I'd be working while I do it. So it'd be. A I'd be willing thing. to drive. I'd be willing to drive, but stay in hotels. I, I could did not that, stay in the back of the car. It actually isn't. That. That. It like, wasn't as hot as I. Th- I never was hot. I was only hot like once. Or I think. get an RV. If we if it was like an RV Bro, thing, those maybe. are so hard to drive. Yeah, so you are hard to drive. Get a small one, and you have to. I mean, you, the or, only place you could park an RV is like a Walmart or like potent, like potentially different provincial parks. But like, okay, okay, your, okay. Your there's limits there, are very different. There's things you can get back on the back of trucks. Yeah, like or, a like a yeah, tow trailer. I'm okay. I I I I'm gonna buy someone's van. And do it from a Dodge Caravan 2008 model next time. And then hopefully from there I can move to like a Ford Transit or like Mercedes uh, Sprinter. You're gonna do it next summer. Sprinter right? would be yeah. better. Sprinter would be yeah, better. Yeah, Sprinters are also fifty thousand dollars starting without yeah. the renovation. I mean, like I saw, Jimmy I saw. right now. <laughs> I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, you just squeezed it in a little bit more. Oh my god! True. But yes, I would do it Y'all again. I love Jimmy okay, Neutron. Let's get to hockey. What what hockey news oh, yeah. is there? Zach, you know, I just wanted to say a hack about sprinters first. Oh, okay. Sprinters, sprinters, you can rent out actually to other like when you're not using it. Like yeah. you'll go on your trip, not use it for a long time. You can rent them out. That's true, like but you concert. can't rent them from Toronto. It's like mostly from Vancouver, Beast, Alberta. Like it's this yeah, Toronto. You can thing. rent it from anywhere if if it like a renovated nice sprinter van. Yeah, yeah. You like those? Those you? I looked it up. It's also you have to pay for all the mileage and shit, so it's really, it's really expensive. Especially if I want to do like a six month trip. For no, no. What I meant is you could own it and then rent yours out. Oh yes. It's a money money way to make money. But I want to. Why I would want to live in it. Come on, Martin. But if you renovated the whole thing, you're not living in it all the time. Can we like, get over this? Is a boring yeah, 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 yeah. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Take it offline. <laughs> and now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now we'll get back into the show. All right. Zach Prize. <laughs> Zach Prize signing with – actually, no. Let's do the real news first. The, the think, Bowman? Yeah. The Think Tank just announced that they would not – um, suspend no, 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 no. The U.S. Olympic, Olympic Committee. Amb- 
U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee from the think tank to have him suspended yes. from being the USA's general manager, not Chicago. Yes, just being the USA general manager, they rejected that request, and because you know, obviously they submitted that request because there's a bunch of sexual abuse cover-up allegations and a ton of other shit coming from Chicago recently um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for a bunch of stuff that they've been doing. So they wanted him suspended. Honestly, he probably should be removed considering just like the optics alone because like, have you guys been following along with the USA Gymnastics uh, stuff that's been going on? I saw they had a a viral today. Yeah, the uh, they they had basically like Michaela Maroney and a bunch of the other like USA Gymnastics girls that face sexual abuse from Larry Nassar, um, and they're doing yeah, yeah. they're they're having like the trials and the hearings and stuff today. So like this news coming out at the exact same time is just like awful optics because that was another case where the USA Olympic Committee just ignored sexual abuse, like rampant sexual abuse, and that was of minors, which is even you know, 10, well, worse than adults, I guess some would argue. Right. So you caught yourself there. Good job. Yeah. I was going to say like wayward, but I was like, eh, it's bad no matter what. <laughs> yeah, it's all <laughs> like, bad. You know, but I think people have a more emotional, like reaction to yes. minors. Right. Cause you know, it's like, it's kids that are like defenseless and like, especially like these girls that were helpless that were trusting this doctor to take care of them. And he was doing all this disgusting people like, also have a the, more of an emotional reaction to women women and children right like yeah. it's yeah and uh like if you watch I the documentary children, though, it's a little more, yes yeah. the document and it's the documentary too like if there's a netflix documentary on it i forget what it's called but if you watch it it like yes we get it you'll cry the u.s national team should have fucking suspended yeah, oh, it's just gross like 110 percent because they're gross organization and U.S. in general has gross optics in their Olympic yeah. program. Well, like I don't really even understand why what the hesitation is of suspending him because it's not like they're saying suspend him from doing his actual also, job. What's it even matter? Yeah, realistically, like you get some other sick GM. It's not like yeah, it's not like the USA is struggling for to find another yeah. GM. There's like five others who could. It's not like it's even hard team. to. It's not even like it's hard to make the U.S. team. Yeah, you you, you have like eighty percent of the team already filled out before you even like make any other selections. Yeah. Like it's the it's one yeah. of the easiest jobs in the world to do. It's really not that difficult, yeah. so it makes them look so much worse. And yes. yeah, the the USA Olympics just complete disaster all around. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense. And the worst part is, it's only this guy Rick Westhead who's reporting on it. Like, where are all the other insiders talking about it? Sportsnet hasn't said like shit about it, eh? Like, Sportsnet is not talking about it. It's really only TSN, Rick Westhead, and not even people aren't even like prompting it up that much. No, like it's not even that they're just not reporting it. They're just like not even like relaying the information. You know, it's not like a. It'd be nice to have full segments on and them talking about it and all that stuff, but they don't even like retweet anything. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's so embarrassing for like hockey in general. And I think, you know, we all we all know the reason why they want to keep their connections. They don't wanna ruffle the feathers. They they like Especially, being insiders. <clears throat> yeah. Especially considering Sportsnet's the one with the NHL TV contract right now, right? So they're, mm-hmm. they have yeah, they don't want to ruffle the feathers and potentially exactly. cause issues. They'll probably get a well, you know, shit on from. I, I also think ups. that a lot of a lot of reporters just aren't the ones to cover these sorts of stories. If that makes sense, right? Like, I don't think that Elliot Friedman's going to be writing a piece on sexual assault and and hockey. But like, you I don't understand I mean? why not. He covers everything else in the game, both yeah. like outside the game and inside. Right, like Al- Elliot Friedman's actually like thirty-one thoughts and everything. That's actually like the perfect place to be talking about this stuff because yeah. he always goes on tangents about like well, stuff. He, he kind of has too. on his podcast in the past, and he doesn't want to comment too heavily yet yeah. because nothing. Subs- I think yeah, anything legal. Yeah, yeah. He's he's kind of like taking a step back and. No but, matter who you are, right? <clears throat> if you don't have the full, unless you're like an investigative reporter, right? You're not. Mm-hmm. You're Which Rick at Westhead writing, is, right? Yeah. 
Exactly. That's, what, that's kind of what that's kind of my, my point. My the, the you put that my point perfectly there, Martin. Mm -hmm. I think that you have to be a certain type of reporter to want to do this because I imagine like you're you're talking about some legal ramifications there, and I think it's like a guess, nightmare either way. You're either not saying guess, anything or you start talking yeah. and then you know. Because yeah. Elliot Elliot texts like Elliot always talks about how he texts with like GMs all the time. I bet Rick Westhead is not texting GMs. All yeah. No, exactly. And he's he's texting like staffers in the team organization that are willing to talk. Or people who are like the ones filing the lawsuit, you know? Yeah, but mm -hmm. the only – like I still think that comes back to really the only organization fully going through this from like a retweet perspective and everything is the athletic. And then it's just like TSN just has Rick Westhead. I think the only yeah. other guy I've seen cover it, sure. I don't know his name right now, but the athletic reporter for Chicago, is it Lazarus the, or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Lazarus. But um, again, the athletic is billed more as a investigative reporters. Like I don't think Darren so. Drager. Darren Drager is just like a, an insider. He's not an insider. About the athletic does the lots of things. Yes, the athletic does a lot of things, and they also have investigative reporters, right? Like, so we're saying Rick Westhead and athletic. Some of the athletic reporters are the investigative people. Still, I think it's a shame. Shame that Sportsnet will come out. Sportsnet is not getting enough. I don't flack. disagree. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. But I agree that like Rick Westhead is probably like the person. Mm -hmm. Like there the is industry. someone else. He's broken a lot him. of stories. Yeah, Rick Hassett is he also does. the person I think that does some drug addiction stuff, the CTE stuff. Um, like he's done. He's yeah, he, Rick Westhead, basically the only monitor of the NHL and all this yeah. shit that happens in it. Like well, literally, it's there's some other like minor reporters, but Rick Westhead's <laughs> the big one, and then none of the other guys talk about anything. Basically, isn't Katie Strang? Katie Strang. Yeah, Katie Strang too, but she covers mostly like the disaster in Arizona, right? Like, like the financial thing. There's she so much there quite a lot that she stuff. has like a full-time job just covering that. But, but like, she Rick also West did – um, she did the New York Mets general manager, uh, I think. She's, she's uh, done some baseball, yeah, yeah, she's she done some baseball she stories did. too. She's broken yeah. at least three or four big stories I think from – she did the Mitchell – Baseball has a lot of stuff going on, eh? Like all the time. Yeah, well, yeah, they have a lot of problems with. <laughs> they got a lot of problems. It's not it's pretty nuts. The the let's just say the communities that players come with in the MLB are much more impoverished than the NHL. So the PR from a starting standpoint, I don't think is as good. That's, I don't know. Are you hearing that story about the pitcher down in California or whatever? Trevor Bauer. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that's that's that a pretty messed up one. Yeah, well, which the, sucks because I was really enjoying his content. Like he was, yeah, he was going doing good. good. He was doing yeah. good stuff on YouTube and and things and um to. Well, the um. Can we talk a bit about the Vander Kane thing? Yeah, I just saw. I just saw that on Twitter. I just saw that he's got an yeah. interview coming out tomorrow, which is Thursday, one forty p.m. So yesterday, when the time of this release, um where he talks about his recent off-ice issues, including accusations on gambling his own, on his own games. But Ty, you had something you wanted to say? No, no, never mind. Okay. Uh, it was about Trevor Bauer, but it doesn't matter. It just isn't that's going to be a huge interview. That's, that's a it, but, huge interview. But the NHL isn't finding anything with the, with the investigation about gambling on his games. They're, 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 they've like interviewed bookies it's and stuff. Very and to like no, it's very hard no to anon. prove that kind of stuff. Yeah, but like there's no anonymous... It's very easy to hide yes. that kind of stuff. It's, the it's like, are it's all like over one of the it. things that, you know, like when you, when you look at investigation rates and stuff, they never close those types of cases. Very rarely. You have to be really dumb or it has to be like a gigantic operation. Well, they're they're, like, yeah, because couldn't you just like give this, cash to caught. someone and then like an alias and then create like four different chains? It's just so easy because there's such, there's very few limits to getting a, an account to gamble money on, right? But he was also like, sick last year and NHL players can have down games so like so you also can't prove that he like yeah faked or did anything purposely did anything i i don't really think i to be honest i don't think he was like forfeiting games or anything like that like some people no. were accusing but like he, he might have like bet on himself i don't but there's nothing technically illegal about that but anyways <laughs> well i think the they have made that illegal. 
I mean, but they they did prove something, eh? You're talking about they can't prove so, stuff like that, but they did prove something against uh, college basketball players. Yeah, but the college basketball players, idiots. You know what I mean? Like, if if you don't do it in a yeah. really stupid way, it's so easy to get away with. You give money yeah. to a friend, you give money to like. Anyone. But the college basketball players were uh, run by like a mob. I don't like this was a big exactly. story. Big back operation, in the 90s right? Big operations yeah. are easier to take down than like one guy yeah. siphoning off a little bit of money to make bets for that like, sort of thing. For that sort of thing, yes, yes, pretty nuts. Uh, what? You, yeah. Anyways, moving on. Uh, the other news, apparently Quinn Hughes, uh, his deal starts with an eight as an $8 million. Uh, he needs to learn how to play defense. Did he, he signed or? No. No, but um, apparently, apparently the rumor is he, his deal is starting with an eight, a little north of $8 million, uh, a year, which just falls in line with the Kale McCarr, Miro Heiskanen, uh, all those deals that recently came out this summer, basically, or in the last year. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that this might be a long time a hot ago. take. I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think that Makar and Heiskanen are like way better than Quinn Hughes. I don't think that was a hot take based on our reactions. The reason the reason I mentioned that was because guess how much cap space Vancouver has right now? Six point four. I don't ten know. million dollars. Oh. And they, and still, they still need Pedersen signed. And they still have Pedersen and Quinn Hughes to sign. <laughs> so if Quinn Hughes starts with an eight, that leaves what two million dollars. I, I don't know, man. As much hey, so one better offer sheet man, at that point. As as much hate <laughs> as Dubas gets for sending like giving the big boys big money, he at least he gave it to them before he rounded out the edges. Uh, the guy in Benning. Rounded at the edges. Yeah, but Benning's being an idiot. I know, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> comparing Dubis to Benning is like, uh, yeah, it's true. It's, it's comparing mud to shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're both pretty. Dude, damn you look bad. at the dead money on the cap, like, uh, not the caps, the Canucks, like roster, like they have hundreds of thousands of dollars, or or mil- sorry, Luongo, millions of dollars, and just dead cap space. <clears throat> They're still paying Luongo, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they still have one more year of Luongo, so uh, that's for three million. That will be nice to get off the books. They have Michael Furland on IR for another three point five million. Ekman Larson at seven point two. Tyler Myers at six. Travis Hamonic at three. Tucker Pullman at two point five. Bro, <laughs> that's a terrible defense for that expensive. They have one of the most expensive defenses in the league, and I love worst- how you just said. Still for Tucker Pullman, and they just signed. <laughs> yeah, sorry, four that more years shows. of Tucker Tucker Pullman at two point five million dollars. No, but it's just so funny that like you're like still Tucker Pullman, and it's like that was just signed like two months ago. Like it's awful. It was an awful contract when it happened. It already. I guarantee Vancouver fans are going to feel like they've had that for years at this point. Like, just, yes. Imagine, imagine like getting like imagine being a Canucks fan and getting the news. Quinn Hughes looking for a little over $8 million a year. And then they look at their cap space and they're like, we have $10 million. Right <laughs> <laughs> how did that conversation, how, how, how are those fun conversations going to be? Oh, wait, uh, Elias Pedersen can still be offer sheeted. What? Um, I know that there are many teams with the cap space and picks bro, to do it. But why is he not getting offer sheeted? I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, it doesn't I, I make really sense. Was hoping Brady Kachuk too. Brady, how is Brady Kachuk? Yo, Martin, how has Brady Kachuk not been signed? How much cap space do you have? Like half your cap? Have you even hit the floor yet? Like what's going on? It's uh, because Eugene doesn't want to pay him. Th- well, there's definitely debate on term and money. I think uh, the, like, yeah, that no rumor shit. about that's, that's that every rumor, contract. No, no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> the rumor about him getting offered no it's it's more like the money at the term um because that rumor about him getting eight by eight like elliot thinks it would like like it's a hundred percent that'd be a bad deal eight by eight for brady like i like brady but but ottawa ottawa's ottawa's offered that to brady and they what's thought is brady wants more if it's that long and if it's less uh Should, if it's he, less it's the, the way he's played so far like Ottawa needs to do a bridge. Like they need to do what like uh 
less than what his brother signed at at three years is what I would want him at. No, hundred percent. Matt Kachuk was better than Brady Kachuk in his first. That's year. what I mean. Yeah. Less than his brother at three years, because that his brother signed at seven year seven mil for three years. The thing is, I get a- how they want to get him long term because if they lock him down at a lower, like if you, they give him yeah. that bridge and then he, but it's not going to work out. at this point. I don't think it's apparently <laughs> it's not going to work. No, that's a, that's a hard deal because like they obviously they need to sign him, but at the same time, like man, that's a. That's it also a bad seems deal. like Ottawa pays pays guys based on what they think their projection is going to be, rather than what they are right now. It seems. Like that's Ottawa, true. Like even like the, like the Batherson deal, nine million yeah. or four point nine million dollars for like what seven years, and then the fucking Colin White deal, six which, what was yeah, it, five exactly. by five or six by five, uh, four point seven times whatever it was. I think it was six years at the time. Yeah, and everyone thought he was going to be good, and he's been actually shit since then. He's yeah. been awful. And the and the thing 30. is, like you you know Brady Kachuk's going to be good. You just don't know if he's going to be eight million dollars good because yeah, the guy can't score. Yeah, yeah. if he learns to score, because I think he puts up like some of the best he puts high up danger like chances. The, yes, that's the thing, right? Like he he does it well. For, like not well yet, but he does it. He's willing but there's to also do a it. reason why he's not scoring. You know what I yeah, mean? I <laughs> like at some at some point, it's not a unlucky thing. It's a this guy has I a fundamental flaw in his game. Thing. And I think he I'll, only I'll, did the, like there was the like criticism of drafting him where they did at the time because he only had eight goals or something that year. I think that was Brady. Well, I think that that university there was. Well, no, there was there was there was some uh, concern with Brady Kachuk because he was like the big power forward gritty guy, and everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, he only had that over you know the the high." He only had guy. eight goals in his fine uh, his first but final year of college, which isn't good for yeah, what. But, he but that's as a seventeen year old. Yeah, playing against twenty three year olds, you can't forget yeah. about that. Yeah, and he was yeah. technically and no, he was, but I've heard people. Yeah. Like experts say that's that's not good for what he was at the age he was. Like I agree his, with you. Yeah, he's never been a finisher. Oh, it should have been better. Hundred percent. It should have been better. So it is a concerning thing. He does also have a lot of the intangibles that you know. Yeah. GMs love he to has, pay for. Right? Yes, definitely. He's big. He hits. Well, he's that, the, but the thing is, I think he shoots. He's almost justified in asking for. Eight million dollars when they gave Jake Batherson five million. You know yes. what I mean? I feel like That's that, that yeah. you give Jake Batherson five million dollars, you can make the very good argument that Brady Kachuk can get eight. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I love Batherson. I think he's going to be really good. But to this point, honestly, he hasn't exactly shown that he's worth a long-term deal at five million dollars yet. Right? Well, he was pretty good last year. He can score. He was pretty good last year. I still don't think he's shown enough to get that type of deal. And if he did get that type of deal, Brady could I don't know, man. More. Okay, 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 Eric, 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 Eric. Yeah. Drake Batherson is 23. So when he was 21 in the AHL, he got 54 points in 44 games. Oh, he's he dominated the, the AHL. AHL last year. I have no arguments here on the AHL. He come, yeah. Yeah, it, it, he was 19 and he got 62 and 59. And he comes in last year and gets – in the NHL, 34 and 56 games and 17 goals. Again, great, great numbers. Pretty good. I, I still don't think like I don't think the contract's gonna be bad. I'm just saying if he has one decent year yeah. like that out of basically almost yeah. a 50 point. It pace, is concerning. And it's concerning because it's what they did with Colin White. Yeah, it's it's bad. <laughs> it it's not bad, but it's yeah, I, could I be agree. concerning. But yeah. Um Brady Kachuk thing's a little issue, and then uh, I obviously we don't need to talk about a Pedersen off sheet because it's never going to happen with the stupid freaking NHL. Um, you Ty, you want to talk about Mikheyev? Oh yeah, that's a good that's a good one to bring up because he asked for a trade apparently at the end of the season, and to that I say, um, he, he has really no right to be doing that. Well, if technically, he has every right 
to do. He has every right to do it, but <laughs> but you know, it's he not like he literally was... has every right to do it. <laughs> he's a okay. Would you, he's a third line winger, and sense, he played though. third line minutes last year. You're telling me that a guy who literally can't shoot the puck. I love him. I have his jersey. He was my favorite player like last year on the totally unlike or two years ago on the totally unlikable Leafs with Tyson Berry and whatever and Cody Cece. Totally unlikable, totally unlikable <laughs> team. Yeah. And ever Two since he sliced like he his just wrist. Had a personal vendetta against. Yeah. When he sliced his wrist and came back, it's never been the same. The guy can't control the puck. The guy can't shoot the puck. Love him. He's fast as hell. He's, he's as fast as McDavid. Did you ever see that clip in the in the season this year? Yeah, he's he outskated faster. McDavid. I don't think there's any NHL forward who can say that they did that. I don't know. Uh, to me, you look 15... at the depth in front of him too, right? Like, yeah, yeah. It's hard in his position to get ahead of the guys who have been ahead of him, but he's probably going to get a shot in the top six this year, right? At yeah, their left so. wing depth is tra- trash, but I'm just saying that. The guy scored like seven goals last year. I don't think teams are lining up to trade for Ilya Mikheyev. The funniest part of it was, to me was all the comments back when Dubis did that thing for him. Like, oh, all of all these KHL guys want to come over and play for the Leafs because Dubis was such a nice guy. Then Mikheyev asked for a trade and everyone's like, maybe not. <laughs> it just shows like everything's just based off of like random narratives that people give and not actual like facts as to what's actually happening. Yeah, I think that I like, think that he was a guy. Reporters that, are very good at that. Yeah, <laughs> just saying random stuff. I think there was a hockey, viable point to trade him. Are so good at it. Just yeah. whatever, whatever, like pattern they like, can little see. They little pattern think, they think, can see. They're like, okay, this is how it is. Think about this: that that biggest Instagram hockey page, whatever it is, uh, not the biggest, but it's one of the biggest. Uh, Talking hockey. <laughs> Uh, Trash NHL discussions. He could oh. easily start rumors at this point. Oh, very has, easily. He just posts yes. something and then yeah. from and insider says, knowledge and just go, yeah. it goes. Don't <laughs> it they goes. already do that? Like the, um, not him, I Puck Empire. He'll just like take some. He'll take some totally out of context quote from somebody. Yes, and make a he post that says this is what they're saying about the whatever team, according to Elliot Friedman. And Elliot Friedman said nothing close to that. <laughs> Most of them stay pretty true. At this point, they don't say it's from a big name because big names are easy to verify, right? Right. And then you just get called out. Um, Ty will say, will oh, say yeah. I'm hearing something in the Twitterverse or through my sources and, <laughs> and then take a screenshot of a, a tweet with a zero likes, zero retweets. And it happens. I'm telling you. Remember that one I told – I've I've broken so many trades for you guys. There's one guy. I'm not gonna. I'm not you gonna also say that some source. random ass stuff. You're unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, no. I actually heard this. I heard. Ty this. gets it right thirty percent no. of the time and thinks he's correct hundred percent of the time. That's how yeah. it works. Is I knew. I, I knew a guy who told me about the whole thing. Can't, I think the point is Mikheyev doesn't. Did at least over last year when he had seventeen points in fifty-four games and seven goals. Like a you know. It's hard to justify trading that guy. There was there was a realistic not. time to trade him for the well, expansion. Mo- draft. I, what I mean is like yeah. moving him up the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his point, his yeah. whole reason for getting trade, wanting a trade is he hasn't moved up the lineup, right? But yeah, how, I think that if the Leafs were the like, when he does yeah, that? yeah. Realistically, I, I think I mentioned it before, but they could have traded him around the expansion draft because he was expansion exempt. So they could have traded him to a team for a, you know another middle six forward um, that another team couldn't protect, like Jared McCann, for example. And then you know they would have had their replacement, and then the Leafs could have protected Jared McCann. But that's not how it played out. That was in my mind how it was going to go, but it didn't. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, I think that's. Uh... Is there any other news? Because I have been we like talk scrolling about through. We did, right? And he signed with the Islanders. Big deal. It's like it's a third. not very big news. Do yeah. we think that this is the Islanders' year to crash? The Islanders' year to crash and burn, or are they still going to be good next year? No, they'll be fine. I I don't think they really like they've lost Eberle, but they have a full year of Palmieri, full year of Parise, who got a lot of rest compared Stajak. to usual off seasons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. They'll be fine. I don't. They're not going to win a cup, but they'll make it the second round or the conference finals again, probably. 
Um, but there, I don't see them. Still, don't see them with the high end talent that's going to win them a cup. Unless Elias Roken can like go off. Oh, Jake for Tannen. He signed in uh, the KHL. KHL. I feel like he that's sucks. news. He sucks so badly. I mean, I feel like he's good enough to have an NHL contract. So that no, was but he sucks as a human being. Yeah. That's... Yes. Yes. But. But the NHL GMs clearly don't care about that. That's why I was like, what the fuck? You know, D'Angelo gets a job, Jake Vertanen doesn't. Why is that? doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, wasn't Vertanen's thing, like, pretty bad? Wasn't there, like, police allegations against him? Uh, it was, no, like, rape allegations wait. or something like that, right? Wait, yeah. I thought Vertanen was So they would consider the that one... they would... I thought they would consider was that the worse. chat where he called a woman a, a whale. No, no, that's Brandon no. Leipzig. Oh, okay. and he's out of the NHL, but yeah, he's also Bertanen's arguably better than Leipzig. Just um, arguably, Jimmy VC started signed a uh, PTO with uh, New Jersey Devils. I saw Ty. Thoughts? Yeah, congratulations. Um yeah, kind of just fallen off, eh? Like, yeah. did he man, ever get on? Was, did he ever get on the horse? Did you have to I mean, get he up was to so, fall, he fall, was no? so he was chased by like everyone for. That's true. Um, like months after he was getting out of college, chose the Rangers. <laughs> just nothing. Then he didn't never then he didn't then he never played for the Rangers or something? No, he did play for the Rangers. Wasn't Jimmy VC the one who got somewhere the and predators. then never played? Oh, the Predators. They, he, Easy, with the um, predators. he uh the thing was it was a bad choice to go to New York in the first place. Because... I mean he was fine. He put up like twenty goals a year and then it's he's never been no, like a didn't. top player. Yeah, he did. 15 20 goals, third line player. Can't complain on with He you know, never hit 20 goals. goals. He okay, never well, hit 15 20 goals. goals. 17. Great. 17. Regardless, the Rangers were a bad choice because the Rangers have been like especially when he joined, for years they were known as the place where young players go to die. Like, they never played young players. They never trusted them. They never put them in the proper positions. They didn't develop them very well. For, like, years, they didn't do this. So, like, uh, you know, he wanted to go there because, I guess, family reasons. It's where he's from and all that whatever nonsense. But, like, it was a bad choice. It says he's from Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, okay. So, why the hell do you choose New York then? I don't remember what it was. I have no idea. Whatever the reason was, it was... it was a bad decision making by a player. Like you always want to go to the team that's gonna both give you the best chance to succeed and actually develop you properly. And New York was constantly not doing that for like years. So it was it was bad it was a bad choice in the beginning. And then, you know, as we've seen now, he has to sign a PTO just to stay in the NHL and so Eric, to be honest, he's bare like on a good team he shouldn't even be playing on the top four lines realistically. So, so Eric, do you think it's players that make teams bad at like uh developing because like players for whatever reason might think a team has good developing just based on like the reputation of the team and then in reality they have really bad development so players continually choose it which makes the development like not have to upgrade because they the team thinks they have good development i think there are a substantial amount of teams in the in the nhl that haven't had to learn how to develop how to develop players properly because they've been able to work their way through it with you know trades or with free agency with getting guys out of college and just you know having them ready to go already or you know a bunch of different reasons and i think you know over the next couple of years there's going to be clear teams that have invested the resources and you can start to see the dividends of that with uh the players that are coming in that are more ready, more. But you developed. also thought Carolina was going to be one of those teams, and Carolina just went and blew up. I mean, Carolina. To be fair smoke. to them, they didn't fire any of their development staff or anything like that. They just just decide to make a bunch of really stupid moves, like not signing. Which a guy might that cause was development staff to leave or something. I don't know. Like Maybe. Yeah. Well, the there were there were like, reports of like people quitting both in Carolina and Chicago and stuff over like all the shit that's been going. Well, I out. hope so. so. I hope there's some good people that work around the NHL. Like uh, I'd be quitting. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're talented, right? Like if you have places. Yeah, to go if you have any like demand, you can go. You know, across the league, right? Like, there's nobody in the it, league that would because it could change too. Like, if it goes real south, like think about like the at least the Chicago situation. Maybe not Carolina. I wouldn't 
quite quick there just because they hired uh just because they signed uh signed a guy like d'angelo but like um chicago i'd probably be if i was any sort of talent thinking about getting out of there because that that could go south real fast <laughs> oh also react. one other thing that happened uh the nhl network released their top 50 players and anyone see that list or that's saw next, week. that's next week's next week's content, Eric. Let's not. Okay. Uh, all right, all right. We'll save it. There's for our next list week. for there's next oh, week. Wait, here, wait. That reminds me. Paul Bizonet, the TNT Turner, whatever, released their broadcasters for the year. Their full lineup. Paul Biznasty was on it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that should be a little interesting. I I guarantee you that's gonna cause controversy with uh, all the people that hate Barstool and everything like that too. Bro, imagine a panel of Wayne Gretzky and Biz Nasty. I think they're accepting spin chicklets, man. Really? I don't. I yeah. from what I see on Twitter, I don't see people accepting spin chicklets. I don't know. Like Bizonet was on uh, Hockey Night in Canada last year, wasn't he? Like that was just last year. Yeah, did like a I tour think, of his family home and stuff. I think Biz Nasty is probably chill. one of the least problematic of them yeah. all. But I don't know. I was listening yeah. to a couple episodes of Spitting Chicklets on the way on the drive home, and I was like, "Yeah, this is some of this is like really crass, <laughs> like, <laughs> like holy shit!" Like they talk about like, throwing in recent like, episodes. Yeah, it like, is worse than Biz. Though, yeah, one hundred percent. Like they talk about throwing in wives on on trades and stuff. Like it's, <laughs> some of it is really gross. <laughs> like. But they also have sick interviews. But everyone, every single person they have on it talks like that. Like whether it's Jose Theodore or like literally any person that they have on talks the way they do. So, I mean, it fits their brand. It fits their style. It fits whatever. But uh, like yeah. Frank Seller Volley was on it the other day too. I think. Yeah, they, they're never going to have issues getting guests across hockey. Like yeah. they won't. It doesn't matter what people continue to say continue to complain like you have to just accept it as you live it. in a completely just different world eh with twitter <laughs> like yeah, i don't tw- see any of this tw- stuff yeah twi- twitter's yeah. like you, you know you get like in the bubbles right like there's all these different like bubbles Man, and like since yeah. i fall fo- and i follow like different bubbles so it's always interesting to see what one bubble's talking about which versus another if you follow a lot about. of athletic the athletic you'll get a lot more of that bubble than because the athletic is very much more, I would say, a progressive, liberal bubble than than any other format. Um, and then if you follow some, if you follow the analytics crowds, they all also seem to be like the woke type of yeah. people. And then you have like, if you follow NHL players, they're all like, you know, complete opposite of that. And then some of the like beat writers and stuff that like work on like local coverage. They're all like either like, you know, some of the Vancouver guys or the Edmonton guys that are just like suck ups to the organization. And if you follow you know, women that like hockey or whatever, a lot of the women don't like spitting chicken. So it's really there's like a lot of crossover between. Yeah, there's a crossover it. between yeah. the women, the, the athletic, the analytics crowd. And then there's, you know, crossover from the analytics crowd making fun of like the local beat writers for Edmonton Vancouver because they're all fucking disasters so you get like these random like crossover events kind yeah of, it's kind of interesting I, I, I see That's a lot I like of like Twitter. I see so much Tony D'Angelo hate on my thing like every single time like when Carolina came out with uh, 100% vaccinated I think I saw like seven jokes about Tony D'Angelo and yeah. I'm like okay this is, this is kind of like, annoying <laughs> Yeah, it's like okay, time. It's to, way too much, bro. Like some of it, I'm like, to move way on. Too much. Ignore him. Let let the season start, then we can start making fun of it's him. Still, it's still it, every time I see that, um, you know that that account that everyone thought was his burner account. That's yeah. very clearly not his burner account. And everyone's like, ah, Tony D'Angelo. Every time that NY, NYR fan yeah. 69-69-420 replies to a comment, it was like, ha, Tony, this is definitely you. Ha, ha, they just think it's so funny, but it's very clearly not Tony D'Angelo and everyone's known this for Yeah, I never six understood now. that because I felt like it was obvious from the start it wasn't. People his. thought it was. Yeah, I know, yeah, but it like, was I a really good troll why. on Reddit. Yeah, I, I never understood why it didn't like seem like that good of a like burn. You know what I mean? Like, I, like maybe the first couple tweets, maybe, 
But like after the first couple of tweets, like it became very obvious that, not his burner. Remember that Mr. Booth guy where he made him click on the IP address and everyone thought, oh, Tony D'Angelo is so dumb because he clicked on the IP address locator thing and it was in Pittsburgh where the Rangers were playing that night. So everyone's like, oh, this is definitely Tony D'Angelo. And again, very clearly it wasn't. It was just a very good troll. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, it was dumb. Maybe it's Mr. Start. Booth. Yeah, that guy's an idiot. That guy's an absolute idiot. So never he's give got him some, attention. He's got some great pranks, though, bro. He had that. Yeah, he had that one like letter. A ton of insiders. Like I feel like Elliot Friedman and like yeah. a bunch of others have retweeted this stuff before. Like yeah. he he does there was, well. There was one from the trolling. president of the Vancouver Canucks earlier this year, and that I think blew up. That he fake created. I keep seeing a fake Elliot Friedman account popping up, and the, he that guy has done very well too. Like I almost because Twitter started sending me notifications from when he posted. So every time I think, I think it's Elliot Friedman that they're sending me. So I'm nice. like, why is Twitter involving themselves with the troll? I don't understand. I'm not even following this person, and I keep getting tweets from them, tweet notifications from them. It's so stupid. Anyways, all right. That's the episode. Yeah, troll okay. like that's dangerous because you just get kicked off right away. They'll figure it out. It's not which one's which. And Elliot will make a complaint and bye bye troll. Apparently not because he's still there, still going. It's been like months. Like Twitter doesn't care. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Slow, slow. All right, folks. That's it for this episode. I'm yes, back. Sir. No one seems to care. And peace out. (laughs) Not that anybody cares. (laughs) Thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode. We love and appreciate each listener that sticks around to the end. With that comes reminders to leave a review, press follow on those streaming platforms, and make sure to head over to Instagram to follow Talking Hockey. We're on the road to 30K and we can't wait to continue to build our audience. Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin signing off. We'll see you all next week.